There it is. Hello! <laughs> welcome. And welcome to the Alchemist Inkwell. This is your spiritual podcast for grounded people, and we are very thrown off by Zoom today. But it's okay, because we're going to get grounded. But we are in the same room. Yes. Which is another grounding. This is happening, so that's good. fun. Why um, are we in the same room, Em? We're in the same room for a couple different reasons, Krista. <laughs> the first reason is that this weekend is Sacred Spaces Gathering, which... Um, both of us are ridiculously, I mean, I can't, I can kind of speak for Rebecca too, because mm-hmm. I know Rebecca is also really excited, but we're ridiculously excited <laughs> about the fact that sacred spaces is this weekend. Yeah. Like so excited. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's not even because like, oh, we get to give lectures and we get to do that. No, we yeah. get to connect with people, you guys mm-hmm. in, in particular, um, mm-hmm. many of you, if you're listening to the podcast, will be listening to this, like two days before the conference so hi we're so excited to see you in person soon we will all be in the same room together Mm -hmm. look at that we will it will be good all good things um yeah honestly I'm so excited I'm just excited to get to feel the energy of the space and we have really fun things we Mm -hmm. kind of had to change a couple things kind of a little last minute but it's making it cooler and I love that Mm -hmm. And the energy of all of you in the space and all of us getting to like share together and expand together. And like, I'm just, it's really cool. And I'm really excited about it. It's going to be amazing and so fun. And we got to the other reason we're here together is this past weekend, we had a Forgotten Storytellers retreat Mm -hmm. out here in Richmond where Krista lives. And it was also really cool. And the experience of that was already really neat. So bringing that energy and moving that energy into this coming weekend is just, it's going to be magic as heck. It's going to be so fun. Yeah, to be able to talk to the storytellers between, because I know they're still somewhere around here. Right. uh, And be like, yeah, this is when you can consecrate that super secret special gift we gave you. Mm -hmm. Um, It's really fun. Yeah. Also, hi, Annie. I hope it's going well. See this weekend. Um, yeah, it's it was really cool. We also stayed in this house out here that was it was very spooky. Mm-hmm. It was very cool, but it was very spooky. Intentionally and unintentionally spooky. Yeah. Intentionally mm-hmm. spooky. They tried to make it intentionally spooky and it was really cool decor. And then unintentionally spooky, it was old and there were a lot of ghosts and other such beings. So mm-hmm. that was an interesting experience as well. So it's just been a cool, magical couple days. Um, and it's going to be an incredibly magical week. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. I'm not even the cool thing. And this is a credit to all of the people who are coming because your energy is already with us and I'm not scared or nervous. No, I'm not afraid of, you know, no. the whole like heckling issue or any, or, you know, people causing problems. The people mm. who are coming to this conference, all of you are incredible. We yeah. can already feel it. We already sense the amazing energy that's going to be there. And I'm grateful for that. This is just going to be fun. (laughs) No, I fully, fully agree. Um, I fully, fully agree with that too. Cause last night, yes, we were recording this on like the Wednesday before it releases, but last night I spent a whole bunch of time actually like writing down my speech. And usually I'm like, that's when the nerves start to happen when Mm -hmm. I do speaking things. So I'm like, okay, now it's time to kind of be nervous. Like this is actually something you're doing. Nope. Nope. (laughs) and i will tell you all em rehashed some of it to me this morning it is an amazing not to be missed talk which i think all of them are going to be this weekend i do too i I mean i also know a bunch about yours and i think it's also incredible Mm -hmm. and rebecca's which is also incredible so we're really excited Mm -hmm. um it's and just so you guys know if you cannot attend in person 
because we understand it is short notice to travel out here to Richmond, um, you can attend digitally. So even if you can't, don't want to attend digitally in like real time, if you're like, I can't devote all weekend to watching things in real time. If you purchase a digital ticket, you will get all of the keynote speeches as well as the Phasma box files mm -hmm. that go with the keynote speeches sent directly to you after the conference closes, probably in the next week or two, we have to take some time to like doctor them up and make them function and all of that. But um, you can absolutely get those as well. So even if you can't fully attend digitally all weekend, if you're like, oh, I'm busy, I can't just watch, you will get recordings. So mm -hmm. there is digital tickets still available by all means. Go for it. Yeah. Hang out. Because honestly, I think it's going to be whenever you gather a whole bunch of people that are on the same wavelength together in this kind of capacity, the magic that comes out of that is honestly just mind blowing. It's mm -hmm. so much and it's so cool. And I don't, I, I don't yeah. think the museum knows what's coming. I know the poor <laughs> museum coming. ghosts are going to be like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> it's just weddings. Right. <laughs> Oh, but the venue, by the way, I want to do a shout out to the Richmond Museum of History and Culture. Mm -hmm. uh, we chose that intentionally for our ethical and responsible conference. And they have been a delight to mm -hmm. work with this entire Just time. We have so much less anxiety because we are being held so well. Um, so just know that the venue is also incredible. And mm -hmm. you do get access. If you are coming in person, everybody yep. should know. I think we already sent out an email, but you get access to the museum too, mm -hmm. which is so perfect. I just yeah. love that they did that. Yeah. Very super duper cool. Mm -hmm. And it's a, I'm so excited to work with them further because mm -hmm. they've been just lovely in every capacity and helped us realize things that we didn't need even know we needed to realize about things We're like oh thank you venue people like Make perks available to our guests that we didn't even yeah. know to ask for mm -hmm. so. very very cool mm -hmm. so um on that note this episode we're going to talk a little bit about the full moon yep that's going on it is the first full moon of the year <laughs> and we're going to talk a little bit about um the energy now that we have had pluto moon to aquarius and how we are vibing on it mm -hmm. what we feel because What's pluto will be a whopping zero degrees and nine minutes into aquarius by the time we hit our full moon that's how slow pluto is you guys so just again you know if you have a zero degree placement in one of the fixed signs which is Aquarius, um, Taurus, Leo, and Scorpio, you know, like all of my angles and I had to sit and think about it. But anyway, if you have anything at zero degree there, you might be noticing the Pluto transit. So I, I've been tending towards, don't worry about it. We have 20 years of this and it, we're actually getting a break from it in September to November. If you have something at zero degrees and something funky, especially quirky has come up in the last week or so, you might be noticing that. And so there is an invitation to transform or up-level or activate or awaken something for you. I'm really glad. Going well. I'm really glad you said it that way because that is the energy I've been getting of like the opportunities for transformation and activation and expansion and awakening and reconnection. It, it That is the truly the energy since, since Pluto moved into Aquarius. It's been pushing on us in mm -hmm. that way and whether you're like i feel this so deeply for this moment or you're like huh i don't know if i get that energy both are valid it's a way out there guy he's mm -hmm. like far super far <laughs> super deep far. um but it was such a big kind of shift and the differences between the energies are very significant from where he's coming from to where he's entering um 
it's really interesting to feel and see. And I could actually see it even in the behavior of like our clients from mm -hmm. one day and then the transit happened to the next day. Yeah. It was so interesting because I was like, oh, yeah, you guys felt that conjunction. Like, I don't know mm -hmm. if you actually felt the conjunction, the but you are or yeah. the ingress, but you are yeah, showing up like you the did. The energy, it was there. It was. And it was so funny because, you know, silly story. They were saying, how can we honor this, right? And it is a far out planet. So it's not as close to like an astro astrological magic thing. So we just sort of winged it. And Em and I had both said in the previous episode, you know, do more of what you want to be doing more of. Mm -hmm. And so the next day they were all so lovely. They were like, what were you doing? And my house had a spontaneous issue right when mm -hmm. like during the ingress because I was planning on doing something but then we had a plumbing issue so I spent the ingress handling a plumbing issue as Pluto ingressed my fourth house which is the bottom of the chart and things that are hidden That's or beneath yeah um so sense of humor it's for yeah. sure yeah, that's Hopefully great. I will not spend the next 20 years doing plumbing. Yeah, I was, I won't. I was talking to my mom and walking around and like energy pulling things from the spooky, spooky house I was seeing. Yeah. <laughs> so I was doing magic, but it wasn't necessarily like super lovely, like magic I want to be mm -hmm. doing. It was magic out of like, don't come in here, release this bad energy. Yeah. Don't touch that. Release this bad energy. Which is perfect. So. Set the tone. Yeah. It was a very Plutonian thing to be doing. Mm -hmm. It was very Plutonian. I will give it that. Yeah. Emphasis on the mm -hmm. fact that people give Pluto death. That's not what Pluto does. Saturn does death, believe mm -hmm. it or not. Um, I believe that. Yeah. I don't think that's an or not. I think yeah. all of us could get behind that understanding. Mars also can do death. Um, but, a four. Right. Uh, but Pluto does death and rebirth. Mm -hmm. Pluto is, you know, my favorite image for this is the soul journey, especially in an Egyptian um the, their theology where you die and you go in this boat and you are in this process of relearning, unlearning, going through all this stuff. And then you come out on the other side, renewed in some way, whether that's a next life or it's, you know, whatever comes next, that's mm -hmm. the rebirth that you get. And yeah. we go through those all the time in life, in the context of life. So it does not mean just because you have Pluto, even transiting something, it does not necessarily mean you're going to die. Um, I was born with Pluto on my ascendant and I am doing all right. So, <laughs> I mean, for the record, you've already died. I've already died. <laughs> that was Saturn and Jupiter though. <laughs> if I happen to know the time. Yeah. No, Krista is correct with all of those things, but I, I would be remiss if I did not point out the fact that death has already befallen you. <laughs> yeah. Because of the specifics of my chart and other things in my first house and things, every time an astrologer reads my chart for the first time, they'll be like, do you have any, did you have any comp complication? I'm like, I died already. It's okay. And they're like, oh, thank God. And then we can move on. <laughs> it's great. Oh, thank goodness you died already. Yeah. We already got that checked good. off the list. We're good. <laughs> yeah. So even if you die, it doesn't mean it's permanent. <laughs> yeah word <laughs> speaking of words well i sit over here with my happy dappy saturn in the day chart where i'm like la, 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 la. <laughs> sorry. Oh, i'm so sorry <laughs> again it's all it's all these people with challenging charts have lived challenging charts and so our our baseline for things is different like That's i'm true. still a super happy person yeah 
And I, you know, I mean, for someone, I have also had a very challenging yeah. experience. Yeah, you but have not been without challenge. No, I have not. But I yeah. just think it's funny, like the way that my like even our humor. Yeah. Krista has a very morbid humor, and I appreciate it so much. It cracks me up. But the jokes that Krista makes, I would never, ever, ever think to make, and it makes my heart very happy. Mm-hmm. What was the one you did? I, I did it the other night at you the did. the retreat because and you I said died. that's just Krista's. Um, sense of humor and I was like did I do it again oh it was so funny uh, it was something Gosh, about... I don't remember what yeah. it was but it was maybe I'll back it was a... if I remember I'll something to do with death yep. <laughs> I am Barbie at the party going does anybody ever think about dying uh-huh. I always do <laughs> so... <laughs> yeah oh fantastic so um let's talk about this full moon then yeah honestly the energy of this full moon is a little bit subdued mm-hmm it's the first it's full moon of the year and it might be feeling subdued like even though it's in leo which everybody's like oh it's the sun sign and it's full amazing if it's in the sun sign and it's a full moon which means it's opposite the sun then the sun is opposite the sun sign the sun is in detriment mm. so even though the sun is saying here have all this light moon it's saying like take it but like it's i also need to go over here and breathe really quick so it's it's the sun not being able to thrive as well as the sun would like to thrive doesn't have all the resources it would need and it's also extending those resources to the moon i was gonna say it's it's funny that you said it in the way that you just did because to me it feels like this moon is kind of like um you're puking in the toilet at the party and the moon is rubbing your back Mm -hmm. it's like the caretaker of the friends being like get home safe Mm -hmm. do you have water like it feels like it's more of a that Mm -hmm. of like hey Y'all are going through a lot of stuff. Let's 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 just gently cleanse. Let's gently release. We'll go to a spa day to get rid of all of the things clogging your pores instead of like shed those limiting beliefs. Like sometimes it is. It doesn't feel that way to me with this. Yeah. One. Yeah. It's it's not. It's more of the like, what do you know you're good at? And how can you just let yourself be good at it? How can you let yourself feel expressive? Leo is is miscredited sometimes as being cocky and arrogant and overconfident and boisterous and whatever. Leo is confident with leadership skills because Leo cares, because Leo wants to be a good leader. This is good leadership, which not a lot of us have been exposed to. So look to Leo for the heart-led leadership. That's what Leo's about. Leo loves the heart. Leo loves compassion, loves joy, exuberance, expression. It's it's those kinds of things. When you are being your fullest mm-hmm. self, you become the best leader you can be. So my dog is a Leo. Um, Chris, Chris just met my dog. Your dog is one of the best people I've ever met in my life. Fair. Um, <laughs> he is one of the best people I've ever met too. Um, but as far as like the best example I have of that exact concept that you're talking about, when we're on a hike, he only hikes. He'll maybe go off the trail a little bit and like look around, but he will hike three to four feet in front of us the entire time mm-hmm. and check on us the entire time, being like, What you doing? This is his favorite thing to do. He wants to hike, he wants to swim, but he'll still be like, Are you good? Are we good? All right, we're good. I'll lead us up the trail further. Mm-hmm. Which way are we going? I'll sit here. There's a cross in the path. I'll sit here and wait until I know which path I'm going down. That's his vibe. And animals are always the most evolved of the sign that they're mm-hmm. in, like of their sun sign. But- can be for the yeah, most part so absolutely that's evolved leo which explains so much about zelda but anyway <laughs> zelda's not a leo she is a virgo <laughs> she's right there she is extremely extremely, extremely virgo. virgo but one of the ways i also like to explain leo is that they are the sun 
right? So the sun fills up the dark places with light. Mm -hmm. It goes in first and sets the tone, sets the example and shows you that there's nothing to be afraid of because it can light up the dark corners. Yeah. So to all you Leos out there, we see you. <laughs> yeah. And I will say, so for this moon, what I would recommend shedding or releasing, because I do think it's a good moon for mm -hmm. shedding and releasing. It's gentle. It's kind of sweet to be totally mm -hmm. honest it's like we're leading you to your best self hold my hand don't step on that crack like it's like that kind of energy that mm -hmm. comes with this this full moon um did i say new moon earlier i don't think so I think okay good. if i did my That's bad a <laughs> it's a full moon um but it leads you into that so on that note that you mentioned of like whatever you're good at do that thing or, or, you know, embrace your ability to do that thing or whatever you enjoy, mm -hmm. embrace your ability to do that. Um, I would agree with that. And I would say that the things that I would focus on releasing with this full moon would be anything that feels like it's stopping you from allowing yourself to participate or do the things that you are really good at or that you enjoy or that feel good to embrace. I'm not even gonna say fun, just good to embrace. Release your inhibitions, carry your skin. <laughs> yeah, so mm -hmm. do that. Listen to that song and see how it, see where it guides you. Yeah. The things that we love to do, the things that we're really good at are all the things that we make excuses to not do because they're the easiest things for us to put aside because we're like, okay, well, I know I'm good at this or whatever. It doesn't serve this purpose. Or maybe it is part of your job and you're like, I am really good at this thing. But unless you're doing it for your job, you're not doing it externally. Mm -hmm. Those are things that Aquarius or Pluto and Aquarius is already like, do those things mm -hmm. um, significantly. And now the moon's like, well, what's stopping you? Yeah. What is stopping you from doing Let's those make things? this feel real personal. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, or tell me how you feel about that. Yeah. But uh, another thing that is really cool about this is that um, the moon and the sun are both applying to square with Jupiter. So it's, it's a T square, but it's Jupiter. So Jupiter only knows how to do like good stuff. Good stuff. Yes stuff. You know, there's a, um, you know, that the, the so demon hunter, the guy who, um, Demon Slayer? Demon Slayer, okay. yeah. I was like, the guy oh, that was shit. in the, the movie recently, and he's got like a... The fire one? Yeah. Yes. That's very yeah. Jupiterian. Yeah, the Demon he's Slayer He's got that... Movie. What's his um his catchphrase? Oh. Like spicy or something Yeah, like it's that. something like that. Yeah. He is never I deterred yeah. from anything ever. Mm -hmm. And even if he goes too far, it's still with enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. uh, so Jupiter is there in Taurus saying, feel supported. How are you doing? I think Jupiter's also doing that. Say, I've got I've got the the water and your electrolytes to make you feel better. Hera's yelled at me enough that now I'm going to take care of you. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's that vibe. Like, oh, I have to make sure the kid feels better. My bad. Yep. Why we're just doing things. Mm -hmm. Um, it's very like it's funny when you say that because it's like Jupiter can only do yes, yes. That is Zeus. Like we think about it as like, oh, he could be angry or whatever. And yeah, sure. People worried and think beings worried about making mm -hmm. Zeus angry, well, but for the most saying, part, yes, it's not always to what you want. Right. Yeah. But for the most part, dude was the embodiment and is the embodiment mm -hmm. of enthusiasm yeah. and going too far yeah. and going too far. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. That speaks volumes. Yeah. And being in, in Taurus right now, there is that bit of like earthy restraint that's really helping with that. Um, May 25th is going to be an interesting time when Jupiter gets into Gemini for the next year. Not that it's bad because again, Jupiter doesn't do terribly anyway, mm -hmm. um, but Jupiter is in detriment in Gemini. And we'll talk about that more as May approaches. Gemini. Mm -hmm. So good for people like you, right? With uh -huh. all the Gemini placements, Jupiter coming in there. It's my husband's Jupiter return. I can't wait to see what that means. 
So I have to wait for cancer. Um, as far as other things you could do for this full moon that I, I would also recommend, it is a good full moon for cleansing energy, reorganizing, charging crystals, making mm -hmm. moon water. All of those things would be really good yeah. under this full moon. Um, I would say if you want to do like an energy cleansing for your space, I would either do that with singing or with light, like mm -hmm. shining light into dark corners, that kind of thing and moving the energy that way. Um, that does actually change the energy or singing throughout that. And even if you're a shit singer, that's fine. It's just about your voice moving energy. So pick a tune you want to belt and belt it off key. It doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be pretty to be effective. Or you can just tone just like, ooh, like that's fine. That's mm -hmm. a very, very valid way of moving and cleansing some energy. Um, but I highly recommend doing that if you want to like actually take advantage of this energy to clean the house or cleanse, cleanse the space, um, both light and sound as far as in singing capacity or gentle cleansings, which is really capitalizing on this energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that suggestion. That's a really good one, yeah. especially the using of the light. That's so creative and perfect. Yeah. Yeah. The sun is upset. So use some of your own light to cleanse your spaces while the sun cries. <laughs> while the sun cries. Oh my gosh. There's a really good poem in there somewhere. <laughs> you feel like you need to write a poetry book. Yeah. While, while the, the sun, sun cries. cries. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> We do this more when we're in person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, we do. Cool. Well, the it's also a bookend episode it because is. the end of January is upon us, which makes me want to throw up a little bit. I'm right? not going to lie. Um, 2024 holy, is already putting one in the bag. Holy dang. Um, I need to do some taxes. <laughs> Feels like it's been six months of 2024 already. I know. Though. It's been busy. It has been really, really busy. And uh, we were just talking about it and we travel for Trova again in a, a month. month and a half. Yeah. yeah a month February and a is the only month that I don't have travel for like the rest of the year. I think it's like a month and a week too. Like it's yeah. not a lot of time. And we were both just like, oh, see you soon. <laughs> shit. Like yeah. we're going to do stuff like, okay, I guess that's happening now mm -hmm. um which i'm stoked about it but also just like woo, okay yeah. like this is a now thing and that's that's kind of mind-bending how fast the time is going well, it was kind of rough to change my name using the mars yeah. Zimi, which was perfect and then to have a mercury retrograde happen right after that and kick you in the teeth i i need it i i do have confirmation that my passport has been received and should be back on its way to me good which is the one thing i need to make sure of <laughs> <laughs> so i will be in egypt you guys yay Yes. Yeah. By the way, just want to address that really quick. We are traveling to Egypt. Mm -hmm. We have spoken to not only our trip coordinators, but the people on the ground in Egypt that run these trips. Mm -hmm. More than and once. And we have, more than once, we have had meetings with them and communicated with them directly mm -hmm. um, in order to make sure not only is this trip safe for all of us and mm -hmm. all of the travelers that are going with us, which we are very, very confident that it is at this point, of course, Anything can change in the next month. And we understand that. But at this point, everything is very, very safe as in yeah. regards to Egypt. Um, but also to make sure that we are not Im negatively impacting what is going on in that area of the world. Because we did yeah. not want to come in. And we were very conscientious about this. Yeah. We did not want to come in to Egypt with what is going on in Gaza and the, the harm that is being perpetrated there and take up resources from refugees or, you know, inhibit the ability of anyone in Egypt to get the things that they need or to have their demonstrations seen or whatever. And unfortunately, the poor Egyptian people are like, we're not, we're, first of all, 
Cairo, et cetera, is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles away from the Israeli border. The country is much larger than most of the time we think of it as yeah. being. And second of all, they are so desperate for tourist dollars. And the fact that this other country is committing genocide is harming them and their people so deeply mm -hmm. that the tour operator was like, listen, we, of course, we want you to be safe and we'll guarantee your safety, but also like we really need people here. Like it's mm -hmm. so, it's so desperate for us to get here yeah. that you coming will help us get resources. It is resources. so much of their economy. When I was there in mm -hmm. 2019, they were still recovering from the Arab Spring. Yeah. And still talking about how like we almost got our economy back up because people are feeling safe to travel mm -hmm. there again. Right. Um, and so they just opened that brand new museum too. I know. Uh, I know. The brand new Egypt, Egyptian Cairo. museum in Cairo. Um, yeah. 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 And for anybody who is traveling, we do have direct correspondence with mm -hmm. our guide in Egypt. They mm -hmm. made con connection with us today. Okay. So we we are connected with them. We are up to date yeah. and we are consistently checking everything. Yeah. We will not put anybody in danger. No, not at all. But just so everyone knows, because we've been like mm -hmm. so excited for this Egypt trip and then everything happened. And in December, we were like, okay, what are we going to do? And what plans are we going to make? And is this something that is actually aligned with us? Or should we postpone or those types of mm -hmm. things? And so we've been working really diligently at, at that. But we haven't been speaking a ton about it online and in those spaces, because we understand that a lot of people aren't going to fully understand the level of diligence and commitment that we've talked about. Mm -hmm. But here on this platform, of course, we're going to speak about it um, and share stories about it and, and all of those different things but truly it's um I'm, I'm glad we are going to support the Egyptian people um and as long as everything stays up in the up and up mm -hmm. as far as like Egypt as a country which currently it, it's it's fine it's good um yeah <laughs> that's kind of where we're at yeah good. Mm -hmm. yeah so just to touch on that too since that is where we are going in March um but every time we channel into the energy it's like no you're fine go mm -hmm. and it's like <clears throat> All right. Yeah. And then even looking at the headlines this week, mm -hmm. hope I'm hopeful. Yeah. I'm hopeful. It's still not pretty. No. It's it's not it's like very bad. it's not hard feeling, but I'm hopeful. Um so yeah. Ceasefire now. Let's mm -hmm. just all please, please ceasefire now. Please. Yeah. Anyway, so it's a bookend. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the books we read this Let's month. Let's talk about the books. So I'm still reading Way of Kings. I'm almost done. You I close. should be like done tomorrow. Oh, good. I want to hear um, about it. I bet I'll be here. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'm I'm so and the problem is like it is Brandon Sanderson, so it is brilliantly written. Mm -hmm. Um the story is getting very established because it's a giant world. It's and so I spent the last 1,100 and some pages establishing establishing this world, but also thinking about how Emily Wilde's second book is coming out. And now it's out. And I'm just like, I gotta finish this because I need to read Emily Wilde, mm -hmm. um, which I will be doing next week. And I will probably read that in like a day because I'm gonna take a I'm trying to get myself like a week after the conference mm -hmm. to decompress. And I will just be in that book hanging with Em and Wendell. So that's where you can find me. Mm -hmm. Um <laughs> That's my plans. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Very fair. Mm -hmm. Oh, also I was reading in the book club this month, we read the first alchemists and I want to give a shout out to all the book club members. Thank you. It's magnet. I was trying to all the book club members that read this. Um, it's by Tobias Churton. It is incredibly dense and they did it. And they have been engaging with the conversation and with the discussion points and they are like bringing things to the table. I cannot wait to share our live call with all of you because I have a feeling that with this one, we are going to be learning so much from each other, uh, which is going to be great. And I always look forward to that. And then aside from that, I've been going into a lot of uh, Ptolemy to learn some mundane astrology. Fun. 
Yeah. Very fun. So not as prolific this month because Way of Kings. Let's see. What did I read? I read I read some some stuff. What did I read? Hold on. Um Oh, I read A Psalm for the Wild Built. Mm, uh, I want to read that one because you made it seem really good. It was, so first of all, it was a novella and it was really, really good. It was really, really good. Um, I will say it, it. it's one of those, I would say kind of comparing it to like the alchemist level style things of um, like the alchemist by uh, Paulo Coelho um, because it is very cerebral it's very much thinking about the universe it is mm -hmm. it is hope um what's it called hope core or what's hope core i think there, no there's something this. oh gosh it's a it's a good future it's a good future oh, what is yeah. it called hang on i'm gonna look this. so for all of you who can see me looking at my phone it's because rebecca just let us know she's on her way and i needed to celebrate the picture that they said is great <laughs> um oh. i'm gonna look it up and see if it is hope core Fantasy. what is it called anyway i don't know what it is but it's I not to... it's science fiction and it's like instead of dystopia it's like it's a good thing um basically what happened it is hope core mm -hmm. okay it's hope core um and it is that. it is it is truly hope core high vibe fiction and there is a second novella too i just i took a break until i needed to read it basically is what i figured um but basically um way back in the history of this moon because they're on a moon um, all of the robots gained sentience and decided to leave. And instead of being fucking assholes, um, the people honored that and they dedicated spaces to the wilds, which is where the robots went. So um, people basically aren't allowed to really go to or build in half of the planet. The humans are put basically, you know, to build cities and to live on their parts of the planet um, so that everything can live in harmony and balance. And even the architecture is made out of like naturally occurring substances that rebuild themselves continuously. Everything is solar powered. Everything is all natural. And um, their religious system is really, really beautiful. So the main character um, is a non-binary tea monk named Dex. They go by sibling Dex because they are non-binary. And a tea monk is a person who travels from town to town and sets up basically a mobile tea shop for people to come to talk to them about whatever they're struggling with um, and then get to have some tea and then go back and go out and about their day. And that is an integral part of the culture of this world is having these third spaces where people can go to just exist. Um, mm -hmm. Boy, that sounds nice. <laughs> I know where you go and you just tell the monk like, this is what's been going on with me. I just need to sit. And the monk gives you exactly the tea blend you need to feel better. And you go do that mm -hmm. um, and then you sit and relax and drink your tea and then go back to whatever you're doing. Um, it's very body positive. It's very love, free love positive. Mm. Um, and then eventually through this interesting series of events, Dex meets the first robot that has come in contact with humans since they all left and went into the wild and they learn from each other and it's really beautiful and cool. So if you need something that like, makes you feel better mm -hmm. about the world a psalm for the wild built honestly really good. i think we should all read that because even if you don't need something that makes you feel better about the world we need to remember what hope feels like mm -hmm. and it sounds like that book will help remind us the feeling very much so and um dex's dex struggles throughout the book with wondering why they don't feel like their life is enough mm -hmm. kind of deal and so it helps address that. And the main question that the robot's trying to figure out is what do humans need? Mm. 
And yeah. Does that get answered at the book? It does. <laughs> Good. Kind Love, of. isn't it? <laughs> um, sort of. It's, Good. Everybody read it because we're all going to have to find out yeah, together. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's open to interpretation, but I think the, I'll tell you about it. I don't want to spoil okay, it for everybody. Cool. I'll tell you because you'll get the same vibe off of it that mm -hmm. I got. It is open to interpretation in a lot of ways, but it's, yeah, it's really cool. Okay. Then I beta read Rebecca's book. Yeah. Um, so Rebecca Carmichael, Rebecca the Ghost Guide, um, is a forgotten storyteller. She wrote her book with us. Mm -hmm. Two years ago? Yeah, something like that. I think it was in 2021. Um, and she sent it to me and asked me to read it. And it's really, really good. I read it in two planes. Um, so I read it in one day on two flights. The flight. whole thing. The whole thing, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm a really fast reader, though, when I'm actually reading it. That's part of the reason I listen to audiobooks, which I know sounds really weird. But um, I listen to audiobooks because it helps me to read slower. So you because, keep experiencing mm -hmm. it. You don't have to go from one to exactly, another. Exactly, because yeah. if... I read on paper. I read so fast that every book feels like it's pacing as fast. Mm. And it's not. <laughs> it's just because I read really quickly. Um, not in like a bragging way. I'm not trying to like brag about it. It's just yeah. something like I, I really, really, really fast. So I read her whole book um, in two plane rides. It's really good. And I'm mm -hmm. so excited to get to finally talk to her about it when she gets here because I, I want to share like feedback and things that I got from it. Mm -hmm. um, but whenever that does come out, I really... <laughs> really encourage all of you to go get it um just like i encourage all of you to go get the other book we recently beta read which yes. is aspen's book um the crimson mm -hmm. clover and she is publishing with us mm -hmm. um aspen bassett the crimson clover she is publishing with us it's such a fun book it's it such a fun book then we changed go watch her recent oh video <laughs> go watch her recent video on tiktok it is so funny because we changed the time um that her book was setting we decided mm -hmm. it would be set in the year 2000 um, instead of like kind of an ambiguous modern day and it makes the book so much more fun and the fun references and it's just really exciting and like it, it's a cool um also kind of hope core to be totally yeah. honest in a way um kind of mystery with starring a magi magician it's really fun and it takes place in like hollywood so there's like the the silver city backdrop it's mm -hmm. it's very neat um but go watch that video because it's so funny and it'll just give you an understanding of what it is to edit a book well, and who Aspen is which is mm -hmm. delightful and you can sponsor her book um by doing her Indiegogo campaign mm -hmm. which is how we run we have a very alternative publishing module um that basically helps build a community for our authors while simultaneously getting their book into the world which is one of the biggest things that modern authors struggle with yeah. is if they don't have a platform it's really hard to get traditionally published because mm -hmm. traditional publishers really are just looking for people who are already platformed well and then other publishers are just looking for money and, and other, so yeah exactly this way we're not doing either of those yeah so we're not we're helping authors platform themselves while simultaneously publish their book, which was mm -hmm. the goal of Ninth House Publishing. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're doing. So go check it out. You can sponsor her Indiegogo campaign. You get really wonderful rewards, including like updates from her cat. And they are so yes. effing cute. Like, mm -hmm. please go do that. Um, it's amazing. The other book that I read is called, what's it called? God damn. The reason I laugh at this is because this book series, it's oh. the third book. It's the third book in the series. It's going to be a four book series. The last book comes out in September. I've been reading it for three years because one book a year has come out essentially. 
it is a really incredibly well-written fantasy series. It's romanticy, kind of. It's more fantasy than it is romanticy. There's a good romance component. Um, it has it's an isekai, so like someone comes from our world into a fantasy world. There's so many different types of beings. The politics are phenomenal. The religion is phenomenal. The, the like world building is really, really, really good. Um, the problem is the title fucking sucks <laughs> and I hate it. And it has eliminated so much of my like vigor for wanting to talk about the series. And I know that sounds silly, mm -hmm. but like, if you've ever, like the only other time I've experienced something to like this level, when I was in Europe, actually in 2010, um, how to train your dragon was coming out. And I thought that was the dumbest title at the time. I was like, why is it called this? Why is it called How to Train Your Dragon? Is it going to be a manual? Like, mm -hmm. why is it called this thing? So I put off watching How to Train Your Dragon for like a year and a half because I did not want to because I thought the title was dumb. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I get it now and I love How to Train Your Dragon. And it's also based on a book, which is more of a manual about mm -hmm. How to Train Your Dragon, by the way. If you've ever read the book series, nothing like the movies at all. The dragons are small enough to sit on your shoulder. It's not like the movie in the slightest, but that would make sense why they tried to carry over the title because it is loosely based on it. And um. Yeah, this is the same experience though, where I'm like, I really would love to talk about how awesome this book series is more, but mm. so I'm reading the third one and it's called the, A Queen of Thieves and Chaos, mm -hmm. part of the A Fate of Wrath and Flame series. And something of something and something. I'm so tired of titles like that. Come up with a different title. Mm -hmm. It's been years. It's been years. Yeah. Something of something and something. Like it's, it's all based off of A Court of Thorns and Roses. And then they tried to cap like so many, so many books tried to build off of that, like hype and i don't know why be your own individual identity this is nothing like a court of thorns and roses yeah. like nothing like it and i don't know why they did that but anyway that's the other thing i finished reading i'm about to finish reading i have like a half an hour left or something like that so right there um but yeah that's what i read this month Amazing. i would say it was a good reading month yeah it's a good month like it. of the year yeah i'm, I'm, I'm yeah. about it aren't your january is usually a little bit sad or is that that's your airy seasons that's my april yeah my April is always a doozy. My April is going to be between trips, though. Mm -hmm. We'll get back from Egypt in March. Then we'll have April, and then we'll go to Italy. And I'm so excited for the Italy trip, I can barely talk. Yeah. Like, so My April excited. is going to be chasing an eclipse. So on the eclipse day, we're going to actually chase it, because if it's cloudy, we're going to move. We will move to where there are no clouds, so we can see this eclipse. And the comet that is visible only because the sun is being eclipsed. So our I, April podcasts are going to be wild. They are. <laughs> I'm already studying the, the chart because again, Harry season would begin the quality of the year. So technically we're still in the 2023 quality of the year and it shows. Um, but also, <laughs> I, will, <laughs> I will be it does. Um, reviewing fair. the 2024, early 2025 quality of the year, uh, probably on this podcast, most definitely to people on Patreon. I tend to save yeah. the the nitty-gritty or deeper astrology for there for mm -hmm. people who are asking for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like if you want it, this is where you can find it. Um but otherwise I will make sure it's digestible. I will make sure it's fair. I will make sure it is not fear-mongering on any platform. I will never do that. So if you see people fear-mongering, just know they're just trying to get your views on social media. You will be okay one way or another. Um and, you know, even if things are not okay, they will get to okay at some point. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And it's okay not to be okay sometimes. Yep. There's a whole song about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Probably more than one, but yeah. one comes to mind. Mm -hmm. 
Well, wonderful. We appreciate all of you. Thank you for hanging out with us. Um, we do encourage you to watch the YouTube for this one because we are in the same room and it's rather fun mm -hmm. to see how we both disassociate. <laughs> oh, it's really great. This is neurodivergence in a yeah in, in a, a rectangle. rectangle. Just watching us like. Oh. <laughs> oh what oh yes you were talking it's not mm -hmm. that i'm not hearing you no it's I'm that totally i'm squirreling and then I i'm coming back and i'm responding mm -hmm. to so <laughs> <laughs> so anyway we encourage you to watch the youtube it's fun mm -hmm. um for this but yeah thank you all so much you're fantastic and we hope to see some of you at sacred spaces please don't be afraid to say hi like yeah that's the other thing i realized like I, I know personally going to cons, it's weird to sometimes say hi to like mm -hmm. the people who have spoken. Well, and also we're going to be there with our energy open to that. Cause sometimes at cons, the people who have spoken are out there and they're supposed to make themselves available, but their energy is very much like, I don't want to be here. I didn't want to do this. Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. No, we're going to be wearing crowns. I'm we're going to be wearing like, <laughs> our, I'm going as an elf academic, which is my aesthetic anyway, but you don't get to see it much because yoga pants. Um, but yeah, so you'll be seeing us feeling our most Leo full moon. I think that we could. We can. We will feel that Leo full moon. Yeah. We'll embrace it. Yep. Deeply. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, uh, we're really excited. So we hope to see some of you there. Some of you, we are so excited to get to send you these recordings and mm -hmm. have you on the digital version, like live. That's incredible too. Thank you for sharing energy with us. Um, it's going to be really cool. No other conference I've ever heard of does Phasma Box recordings just... alongside their speakers. So I'm freaking hyped i was thinking about this the other day like who are who are we to be doing this and i'm like you know what though literally nobody else is doing it mm. nobody i have spoken at magical conferences i have attended magical conferences i am in the the sphere so like i yeah. do get to experience it and this is different and it it's needed and it's yeah. very much restorative and healing yeah it's ethical spiritual yeah. exploration that's what it is yeah and the ghosts get to communicate with you while we talk, which is yeah. going to be cool. So check that out. <laughs> uh, anyway, we hope that you take the energy of this full moon and you go, go make, make some, some magic. magic. Uh, uh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we did it. Woo. <laughs> I'm not to play Zelda. I know that's how you hear Zelda now. <laughs> Bye, guys.